0: Welcome to Analyst Talk with Jason Elder. It's like coffee with an analyst, or it could be whiskey with an analyst, reading a spreadsheet, linking crime events, identifying a series, and getting the latest scoop on association news and training. So please don't beat that analyst and join us as we define the law enforcement analysis profession one episode at a time.
1: Thank you for joining me. I hope many aspects of your life are progressing. My name is Jason Elder. and. The- Today, we have a special episode as we are going to get feedback from the 2023 LAIU ILEA conference being held in Las Vegas, Nevada. I could not attend this year, but I have my good friend and neighbor, Alexander Goulday, who's there on site right now to give me the the good, the bad, and the ugly of the conference. Alex, how we doing?
0: Hey Jason, we are doing well.
1: <laughs> all right, so I appreciate you taking time out of your busy week and uh, enjoying all that Vegas has to offer, and all of Ialia and Elliot you have to offer this week. My pleasure. All right, so you know, in for the for the get for the audience, you know, uh, Alexander is he was on the 40th anniversary episode for Ialia that we produced last year on certification and he was also got part of the reaction conference for last year's conference in (laughs) dallas so he did such a good job with that i figured i'd bring him along and have him give me some feedback from this week so (laughs) so i was chatting with president sheila dorn earlier today and she mentioned that this conference is a marathon not a sprint so if you've run 26 miles what mile are you on
0: oh i'm guessing (laughs) probably around mile 20 and i think i can see 21 in the distance
1: (laughs) so what are some takeaways from this week so far so you know you may
0: know that i'm a social butterfly so i enjoy going through conferences tremendously. I love meeting new people and making new connections and also seeing some some folks from, from years past. And this conference certainly did not disappoint. We've, I've seen a lot of, of, of folks from, from prior years, so people I work with occasionally from across the country, but also many, many new attendees who are quite enthusiastic and excited about being here and, and experiencing ILEA conference for the very first time. So the energy Oh, the vibe as the kids say these days is is, is 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 pretty amazing actually
1: and it's impressive too so maybe record high attendance nearly 800 registered attendees this year
0: that's what they're saying and it certainly feels busier than than last year in Dallas so certainly increased attendance over the last year can't speak to too many conferences in the past before that I attended in Orlando. And, that was pretty busy, too. That was pre-COVID.
1: And you, and you mentioned, uh, as we were just chatting before hitting record, that there's a lot of Canadians there. So uh, Canadians must like their Vegas.
0: <laughs> it sure seems like that. There's a lot of Canadians here. They're very engaged, a lot of first-time attendees, aside from Royal Canadian Mounted Police, who sent quite a few folks. The Canadian Border Security Agency, I may not have gotten the agency title quite right, but they made a concerted effort to send their intelligence analysts to this conference this year, based on some conversations I've had, and they're all quite excited to be here.
1: And, and it's it's got a, it's always exciting when you get together with a group, large group of folks, talking about uh, a common goal. And certainly, again, uh, Sheila gave me the nice quote: "We're we're stronger together uh, as the intelligence analyst community gathers there this week." So, you know what. You know, besides, there's certainly the camaraderie that that's going on. What else have you seen, and just helping building the intel analyst community?
0: So there's there's two sessions. So, So you know, they they always do these these certificate tracks. You know, foundations in intelligence analysis, and and then for supervisory folks, and then there's a cyber track and i can't recall if that is new this year or not maybe Uh, and and there's a third track sort of intermediate or advanced analytical skills and i've taken the time to look into the foundational track again just because they offered some interesting things and there was a class with taught by a former cia analyst his name is michael hale and he offered a session on strategies for strategies for successful intelligence analysts. I sat through one of the iterations and I've talked to a number of people. There were a lot of people in that in that class and that was extremely well received. So this is one of those elements there were a lot of of, of aspects of his presentation that if you've been within the field for a while, you've heard it before, but it was good to refresh and refine some of these elements. Uh, hear the conversation, hear the talk. So that was that was really well received. And there's another session on critical thinking, taught by our friend Randy Stickley, who's with National White Collar Crime Center. I haven't had the pleasure to sit in his class yet. That's on the, this afternoon's agenda, but also very well received, lots of attendees. Randy said he had about 250 people in, in the first iteration of the class, which
1: wow. was a lot. So that is a lot. And we had Randy on the show show. He is very engaging. So I can only imagine how great that presentation would be. Exactly. So so I guess back to the the strategies the first the first session that you mentioned mm-hmm. by Michael Hale. So what do you, what do you feel was some of the highlights from there? Like what made it little bit different because you, you did mention that some of it was was the same but w- what do you think was w- whether it's his style or the stories w- what do you think made it his presentation different
0: so he, he's he's certainly a, a a charismatic speaker and and presenter uh his his background is is of course quite diverse and and you know he, being cia he doesn't always go into that that detail uh, that would be interesting, but he was one of the people who worked on the President's Daily Brief, and he talked about briefing skills, you know, so driving a lot of these points home that you hear a lot, you know, in terms of how do you do this, how do you engage, how do you develop messaging for extremely busy people, and so that was something that I think we can't hear often enough, so sometimes we get caught up, we we develop our expertise on a particular topic, and then when we do get a chance to to talk about it, to write about it, or to share, we get... Really excited, and we want to share everything. But the reality is, our customers, our clients, don't always have the the bandwidth to do that. So, how do we make sure that we condense our messaging and still leave something to be remembered for follow up action behind with our audience? So, I thought you did a really good job of of bringing that point together and just talking through some of these. Other elements that make a good analyst, you know, the intellectual curiosity, the, the the passion for uncovering things, sharing a story and the lifelong learning. And I think the lifelong learning, that is the big thing. You know, if, if you have one thing that, that, that sets analysts apart is the willingness to continue to learn, to grow and to expand our knowledge and intellectual horizons. And I thought that was an important point that he brought home. He certainly spoke to me about that.
1: With that idea of being succinct and being like. very quick and getting out your message in a short amount of time you know God give me an idea maybe I'll put in a suggestion for next year is that they have a contest with the <laughs> recipients you read a, a a report, a couple pages, <laughs> maybe a page, and then submit a one liner or one sentence. And see who can come up with the best way to describe what happened in one sentence uh,
0: oh, that would be that would be quite interesting, actually yes
1: <laughs> yeah that would be a, a nice fun exercise for for us for them to do, and they should i think they do I would like to see more on presentation skills and yeah. marketing, and there's there's a whole science to it that it's just not taught anywhere and it's, it's really beneficial for analysts. So, yeah. all right. Well, excellent. Well, you also are the chair of the election committee. So, and you just got through completion of the election cycle for Ialia So congratulations. I know that's a ton of work and a relief off thank your shoulders.
0: Thank you so much. I, I, I appreciate it. It was it was an honor and a privilege to be asked to 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 serve as chair for the elections committee, and I am pleased to report that we didn't have any major hiccups, so or any hiccups, as a matter of <laughs> fact. So I'm, I was I was glad to be able to facilitate that, and I'm excited to have a new board coming on board starting July one, and it was a an interesting mix of folks: some returning members, some new board members, or not immediate past board members, people who have served before, for example, our incoming president, Dave McLaughlin, has served on the board before, but now he is taking over the helm from Sheila Dorn.
1: And did you, do you have a sense in terms of what are his, what is his platform, what he hopes to accomplish here in, in the next year?
0: So I spoke with him a little bit and his focus, he is, he is one of our most prolific Fiat instructors. I think he May even hold the record of of most courses led ever. Oh wow! In the in the mid 20s or something like that, and he certainly wants to expand our our fiat together with LEIU, the the foundations of intelligence analyst analysis training. So he wants to grow that. He's also supportive of some of the other efforts that we have, like the emerging professionals group that's that's in the works here. But Dave is a retired analyst and detective from Ontario Provincial Police. So he's a Canadian member. And I think he's he's been holding back just a little bit because he hasn't officially assumed the, the leadership position just yet.
1: He doesn't want to give Sheila any ideas in the last couple of months of the term. <laughs> but that's quite possible. <laughs> right. So, um... So then, so the one thing that did come out of the elections, though, is two open positions and Correct. The, the vice president and treasurer did not get filled. There was no candidates that came forward. At least it, it's funny on the website, it says no qualified candidates. So I don't know if someone threw in Mickey Mouse or <laughs> what happened there. But just to tell the folks how the, the procedure of what's going to happen next with those two open spots.
0: Right. So, in order to 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 run for an office, one one must be a member in good standing. For some of the positions, there are additional requirements. For example, the treasurer, you have to be based in the U.S. so that you can have access to a uh, our bank account, basically. So that's one of the requirements. And and for the vice president, I don't know that there's there's another requirement. But you have to be a member in good standing in order to be nominated, and you have to be nominated by a another member in in, in good standing. So you can't self-nominate. And several people were nominated for these roles, but they all declined to run for for these positions. And both incumbents decided not to to run again for various professional and, and, and personal reasons. So and that led us to the point where we didn't have a name to put on the ballot. And so what will happen now is, as as per our bylaws, once the new board is seated, they get to decide how to to fill these positions, and they will, my understanding is, they will likely solicit requests for candidates, not dissimilar to an election, except it won't be put to the membership, so people get to submit their application or their interest to the board, and then the incoming board, the one taking office after July 1, will appoint people to hold these roles until the next election. That's my understanding of how the process goes, and I think that's about it as, as as it's line, outlined in our bylaws.
1: Right. Good, good, good. And then anything negative from this week that you've heard? Any grumblings?
0: So I think the, the, the biggest complaint that I've heard is that people have a little bit of sticker shock in, in, in Vegas. Food and drink is quite expensive. Yeah. So... You know, per diem rates obviously vary quite significantly from agency to agency. But um, you know, when I look at my daily per diem from the state of Florida, that 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 barely buys me lunch.
1: Oh boy! (laughs) And I I, I forgot to mention that in your intro that you are with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Sorry about that. Yes, uh, no worries. (laughs) And so so then so have you gotten to enjoy vegas at all this week you gotten out and about so i
0: have to say i struggled a little bit with the time difference so yesterday mm-hmm. was probably the first day where i felt i was fully functioning and normal to the extent that i can be described as normal <laughs> but i'm honestly personally a little overwhelmed there is so much stuff to see and do that i i have a little decision paralysis and I do enjoy hospitality, so I usually spend as much time as I can with other members here. And when that time runs out, usually that is past the opportunity to go see a show or or something else. And so I've I've been sticking pretty close to the hotel and it's been people watching. So that's the, the one cool thing about Vegas. I mean, in every hotel that you're staying at or that you go to, there's people from all over the place. And they're enjoying everything that Vegas does have to offer. And that's always interesting to see.
1: So, yeah, well, and they do such a good job of just keeping you indoors. I remember I had a conference, there, a conference there a couple years ago, and it was the third day, and I realized I had not been outside in three days.
0: Yeah, and, yeah no, it's quite easy to do. You're right.
1: Right? The conference was there. the The casino was right there. Everything I needed to eat was right there. I just didn't have any reason to go outside, so... Um, how about gambling? Are you are you a gambler? Do you have a particular table? No, I'm
0: I'm I have zero moral objections to gambling. I think uh, I'm just too cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I have not yet gambled. I will probably put a dollar in a in a in a kino machine somewhere before I leave, just so that I can say I have gambled in Vegas. But that is about it.
1: <laughs> it's funny. Sheila also gave me her quote of the day, which was, "Luck is what happens." when preparation meets opportunity and <laughs> it would be it would be just like analysts to try to study casino games in order to get a favorable outcome so that's a very <laughs> that's right. analyst trait to do is to try to prepare to you know well best practices on how to do better at the at the at the games so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if
0: somebody's doing that
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then i guess anything else from the from the conference and overall, any of the the vendors or the social events or anything that you can think of, as we try to wrap this session up for this conference this week.
0: So, so there's two things I still want to mention. One is this is an initiative that we created over the last year, according to to the board members, and so they had an inaugural meeting of the emerging professionals group, and the idea behind it is to encourage. Members that are new to the organization or and/ or the field to become a little bit more engaged, form their own sort of affinity group and start engaging and with with the association start developing some of the things that that may be important to folks that are entering the field now recognizing that you know when you look at the the current composition of, of the board you know we have a lot of people who've been in the field for a long time have served for a long time. Are getting ready to to move on, or in some cases have retired and have come back to service on the board. So the idea is that we start building the next generation of ILEA members that that engage, that participate, that helps steer the organization into the future and and you know create a foundation for succession planning. And I think that's a that's a pretty interesting thing, and I'm excited to to see this happening. I also had a chance to to chat with Denise let me make sure I don't butcher her name, Denise Kaliwoski, our new executive director, about this. And she's very excited about the opportunity to help shape and develop a framework within which these emerging professionals can grow into leadership roles within the association. So I think that's she, a pretty exciting thing.
1: Is she the one spearheading this endeavor?
0: So she is heavily involved, but my understanding is that the This group will be placed under the professional standards umbrella of the association, and that there will be a program manager who you know will be a volunteer, just like many of the other positions that we have who will take this on. So um, these these talks are in happening. nobody has been appointed yet. But there seem to be a few core members who, among the emerging professions who are interested and willing to to step up and take on that work. Okay.
1: And uh, Kathleen Lachey is the professional standards director. So um, correct. All right. So it, it's, those that are interested in 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 that endeavor of. The emerging profession, helping those that are either new to the association or new to the profession. Certainly, we'll put some information in the show notes so you can steer you in the right direction if you want to get involved. I think that's a great idea. And was there? There was a second thing.
0: So yeah, and this is so I did have a chance to to chat briefly with with Denise, our executive director. She was appointed six weeks ago, maybe eight weeks ago, and this is her first conference. She is new to the field of uh, intelligence and analysis, but she's not new to helping steer the day-to-day operations of an association just like ours. Her her background can be found on the Hialeah website. I don't need to, to reiterate that, but she is very excited, very motivated, and looking forward to continuing to grow the association, continue to increase our profile, and to work with members from across the globe, both experienced and new members, to to develop the association further and take it to the next level. It was a pleasure to meet with her. Uh, we only had a few minutes to chat, um, but, um, you know, Here's a hint for you. She would be happy to be a guest on the podcast at some point in the future. We'll look
1: to get her on. I might give her some time to get her feet wet though. Absolutely. uh, Absolutely. So certainly looking forward to talking to her and let's get into next year just real quickly because Mm -hmm. it is in New Orleans next year. Which for you and I, that's only a five-hour drive. So exactly. I, that's definitely. I think we need to put it on the calendar right now. That you and I are just going to road trip it over, and that works uh, for me. <laughs> and have quite a quite a time. So, yep. and I, I do want to take this opportunity to do and make another announcement that hey, hey, you have agreed to join the LEA podcast team as our IALEA correspondent. So you are going to be reporting regularly on ILEA events, giving our listeners a quick glimpse, five, five minutes, ten minutes, what's needed, just to bring people up to speed on, on the dealings and workings of, of ILEA. So I look forward to working with you and want to welcome you aboard.
0: Thank you so much. I'm excited for this opportunity and to help us raise the profile of the association a little bit and uh, share some much needed information across the board.
1: I definitely will have you on the show because I want to get your per- perspective and contributions to the law enforcement analysis profession. So I can't leave you with that. You've given me just enough to talk bad about you later. So I'll have to wait <laughs> for that send off when we have you on the show, but Alex, thank you so much for this information. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy. It's Thursday, so enjoy the nice dinner tonight. And you have safe travels back here to Tallahassee.
0: Thank you so much, Jason. We'll see you soon.
1: Thank you for making it to the end of another episode of analyst talk with
0: jason elder you can show your support by sharing this and other episodes found on our website at www.leapodcasts.com if you have a topic you would like us to cover or have a suggestion for our next guest please send us an email at leapodcasts at gmail.com till next time analysts keep talking